Yes, welcome back. On the night I go back, I'm Ben. I'm Higgins. Yes, yes you are. Very nice to see you and a very fine Father's Day to you, my friend. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Yeah, no problem. No problem. A very fine Father's Day to many of my friends. Yes. Um, yep. And Shout out to all the fathers. And to my father. Happy Father's Day to my father, who Shout I spoke out to. to- yeah, Brad Barr. Shout I out spoke, to my father, who I spoke shout out to. Your father, yeah, yeah. Shout out to all the fathers. Shout too, out, really. you know what? Shout out to the main, everyone's father, JC up top. Oh, Jay Z, the big guy. The big <laughs> shout guy. out to the big guy, JC Shazé from we all, NSYNC. We all live in your shadow, JC Shazé. Imagine if Jesus at the at the end of all this, Jesus was just JC Shazé. That is blasphemous. That is blasphemous. I'm just saying, and I won't stand for it. As a matter of fact. Yeah, you guys so what? Just, just, just tell no, me. No, he just got he... bored. He got bored. So like in the mid nineties, he came down. And he's like, you know what? I'm just gonna disguise myself as as this art, this pop singer, and just have a nice little run back down on earth. And then I'm just gonna go back and disappear. Give Justin the spotlight. Yeah, why wouldn't if you're gonna pick someone from Insync who's Jesus? <laughs> how is it him and not first of and all? And I and I will take this to my grave. JC, what is the better voice and I think the better talent? than than justin i think justin happened to be uh handsome more handsome and uh he was opportunistic like most uh people that you know in hollywood who get far it's not it's not as much talented as his opportunity and i think uh jc wanted to stay and and uh and he was you know more of a producer behind the scenes guy i think he's i think that's what he's doing now i think he's producing music for people i don't know it seems like you've given this a lot of no i think jc was the real talent of that i mean we, we can, we'll save this for the uh no the, <laughs> we, de- <laughs> we definitely aren't going to do a podcast we'll save this for this. Higgins after dark yeah uh, better Higgins after dark we could definitely save it for for that uh but it is light it is light out so it's time for yes. Higgins days <laughs> yes um on the night go back podcast tv movies friendship mm-hmm. togetherness mm-hmm. and that's what we're uh that's what we're talking about today we are together today Right. And well, virtually together. We're virtually together, which is how we're going to be together. Although we are going to be together together. Yes. Big news. Big in news. In a couple of weeks, I'm coming back for a little, little East Coast tour. Yep. And it's going to be good. It's going to be really good. And we'll do, I assume we'll do an in person podcast while I'm there. Uh, we can if we, if we, if the mood so strikes us. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so okay. It. Fair enough. I hope the mood does strike us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I am looking forward to that. And I am looking forward to talking with you today about stuff. So you tell me, how's your father's day going? It has been tremendous. Tremendous. Um, Tremendous. Great. Um, Well, you deserve it. I I mean, I, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Um, Woke up, Emily had took the girls to go get um, breakfast, like for me. So (laughs) I mean, they ate too. Uh, (laughs) They came back with breakfast. You watch me. So I literally had breakfast in bed. Um, oh, I hate that. You get crumbs everywhere. Oh God. It was, it's not, it's not fun. Um, so I did that while I watched a uh, uh, second episode of Loki, which we'll talk about today. Um, and then we went to Emily's parents and mm-hmm. had a nice, had a nice lunch with her parents and uh, her brother, her brother and sister-in-law, actually just a sister-in-law. Her brother-in-law was not there her brother was not there did um, you did you have you spoken to your uh bio d 
biological dad? My dad, yes, I have. I yeah. I gave him a shout out. Shout out, dad. Um, called him, checked in on him, and then uh, now I'm here with you. So I mean, how this Father's Day could not get any better. It literally couldn't get any better. Right. Well, that's how great. You? How about your Father's Day? Because you know you're a cat dad, and that really counts in the world now. I'm a I'm a cat dad, but more than anything, now I'm a lawn dad. Uh, taking <laughs> care of this fucking lawn is. It's like literally a full-time job. And I thought my friendly neighbor was just, lawn. I thought my friendly neighbor was just like, you know, ribbing me a little bit and being facetious and being a cool dad and being like, oh, working on a lawn is a full-time job. I should have listened to him. He was right. Um, it was, uh, it's been tough. I spent my whole day. I talk, so I talked to my dad this morning for a couple hours. Um, a couple hours? Great. Yeah, yeah. We just, cause on he just phone? got back from, yeah. Well, you, so you signed off before we talked about this last night. By the way, your eye is looking much better. Oh, thank you. My, uh, for those who don't know, and that's all of you, um, we were on our boys chat last night and I had to, I had to, I had to leave abruptly because my eye just blew up. It like, was a very uh, gracious and subtle uh, excuse to leave Dungeons I mean, and Dragons. Did you see the eye? It was, the eye was gross. It's I hard think. to tell, you know, you get the glare on your glasses. Right. And, no. Yeah. Know. Plus I got the filter, the, uh, the, the, you got the, the red eye filter. Yeah. Conjunctivitis filter. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I had to leave and that, that, that was, a, that was the rest of my night was making sure my eye was, uh, was not going to fall out of the So pocket. your eye is looking better. Uh, and that's great. And it seems uh-huh. like it was really a real thing and I'm glad you're over it. Um, right. so you, so you had signed off before we talked about this, but my dad just returned from a expedition where Ooh. he identified the ruins of a sunken coast guard ship. Oh, get out. You're lying. Really? I'm not lying. No, you didn't hear us. The... Oh, you, you, you didn't see me talk about this in the boys chat a couple weeks ago when he left? No. So he, um, so That's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, no. So he, he went out uh, a couple years ago and identified the location, the potential location of a really famous coast guard ship that sank. So the ship is called the bear cutter. It, it served in both world wars. It was like this really important coast guard ship. They had like pawned it off or sold it or something, and it sunk when it was being taken up to Canada for its for its next home. Um, and no one knew exactly where it was. My dad thought he found it on his last expedition, so he did this expedition to go out and verify via photos that it was actually that ship, the Bear Cutter, okay. which okay. is like a significant Coast Guard ship. So like that's why you know people want to know where that kind of ship ends up because it was just kind of lost and no one actually knew really where it sank. Were there any any souls lost or? Um, no, I actually don't think anyone died because it was being towed. It was being towed to Canada. So gotcha. I think the, the ship that was towing it didn't sink. Um, but I, I'm not sure, actually. That's a good question. But regardless, uh, he went and they, he took one of those like Titanic things down, like when in oh the, the beginning of the Titanic where, yeah, where he was like, riding in it. No, 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 no. He, oh. there's a whole, it was like, it's a remote piloted thing. Um, and there was a whole like technician there who was doing it and they found it. They found, they verified that it was the ship. I'll show oh, you the shit. picture. It's really cool. They like they like f- took pictures and found markings on the hall that matched like these old photos from like a hundred years ago. And they like had enough points of similarity that they said, "This is the ship. We found it." So Whoa. he just got back from that a couple of days ago, which is why I talked to him for so long because we were talking about this and just like catching up and stuff. Now, um, is he gonna like be like written about and like praised for this, or is this like a kind of like 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 a like a Reddit thing? Like we're really gonna you're gonna hear about it. It's not like going to make a national news type of thing. Probably the latter, maybe even less than that. I don't think it's like a big, it's not like a big, like Michael Bay style like <laughs> no, story. 
No, okay. You know? So no movie about it. Okay. There is a there is a, a Noah.gov website that's dedicated to it. Uh, really? And that's where I got all this information. And the ship is really cool. The ship has a really cool history. But anyways, he he went and he found it and he was really glad to because because COVID actually delayed this second expedition that he had set up. Yeah. Um, and they went out on a Coast Guard ship. So they had like a crew of 50 Coast Guard dudes, whatever they're called, soldiers, whatever the Coast Guard is called. And uh, uh, yeah, it was like a whole legit thing. Um, gaggle. So I think it's a gaggle. A gaggle of Coast Guard. Yeah. Coast Guardman. Coast Guardy. Coast Guardian. Coast Guard I. Okay, thank you. Uh, yeah. So so yeah, so anyways, we caught up. So happy Father's Day to him. And it was good talking to you. Yeah, shout him. out to Brad B. Wow, what a... Brad B, he's doing stuff. He's doing stuff. Um. Oh, and then I mowed my lawn and it took three hours and it was a huge pain in the ass. And I really think I'm just going to have someone, I'm just going to pay someone to do that from now on. I'm not going to lie. I did my, I mowed my lawn consistently for the first like three years and then my lawnmower broke and I was like, okay, I'll, I'm going to pay somebody this time to do it. And then I'll get my lawnmower, get a new lawnmower, yada, yada, yada. I have not gotten a new lawnmower. It's been now two years of just having a, a landscaping company come like once every two weeks and do it. And they are very cheap, very, very affordable. I shouldn't say they're cheap, but they're affordable. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause my yard's not super big. Um, so like, it's it's i mean it's your call if you take pride and stuff like that which i don't i don't take pride and pretty much anything anything. (laughs) Um, so like i have no problem with somebody else doing the work um but if you that's like something you take pride in and like and it gets you out of the house for a couple hours and like whatever then continue it but yeah it's so much easier to say here's a hundred bucks or whatever it's going to be and just just take care of it for i wouldn't say i take pride in it i think the the second thing you said is probably more like it like i like that there's like that I have like built-in exercise throughout right. the week, like taking care of the lawn and stuff. Um, so, and I like, you know, I like the smell and I like, uh, you know, getting out and getting some sun. I mean, it's, those are, those are reasons why I want to keep doing it. Some vitamin D. I think I might, uh, I might just do it this summer and then reevaluate in the off season. And well, how long, how big is your lot? It's like about half an acre total. Uh-huh. Really not that it's not that big, but it's like, it's all lawn. There's just like, <laughs> There's just so much fucking lawn. You get a it's sit crazy. down. Well, yeah, it's funny because they left a sit down here when they moved the last owners, but I don't know how to use it or if it works. So you gotta just look YouTube that shit. Just YouTube that shit as if I'm not YouTubing a million fucking things to to do around here. You know, you'll you'll get it someday. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> someday uh, you'll get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyways, that's what I've been doing and I, uh, finished it. It looks great. I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah, that's probably, I mean, that's beauty's in the eye of the beholder. So it's probably, that's true. That's it true. Looks, it looks good for you. I'm looks sure. good for me. It looks good for me. I take pride. In when are you going to host? Are you going to host like a, like a housewarming party for like your neighbors? Like come meet us type of thing or no? Probably not. I've mm. met most of my neighbors. They're kind of hit or miss. Ooh. Um, this is a, you know, this is, you keep in mind where I am. I mean, I'm essentially in like like demographically yeah. i'm in like the deep south like most people here but, are yeah conservative but not the deep south. And, well i'm not actually in the deep south but i didn't okay. say geographically Just... i said demographically oh demographically yeah yeah higgins is having trouble following because he's watching the basketball game and also texting i think or looking at i'm Twitter. not texting i'm taking i'm taking i'm writing down notes about what i'm going to talk about i don't believe you yeah right here I see the notes. I just like you can have. I feel like you can have a notebook and still not be, not be doing it. But uh, regardless, um, uh, I would appreciate your complete and full, undivided attention. 
My eyes are up here. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, look at those pearly whites. <laughs> <laughs> Your eyes are looking good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, okay. So you're not going to have, you're not going to be friends with your neighbors. That's unfortunate, but it's okay. I'm not are friends you with friends with your neighbors. Yeah. What you, I am like, we're friendly. Try to shame me about my neighbors, we're friendly so. with one <laughs> of our neighbors. Friendly. So, so to, so describe that. Like we share a fence and the dogs like get along and play sometimes. And, um, no, I think we're friendly with all of our neighbors. We just don't, right. we're not like, we're not going, no one, no, no one on the street does that kind of stuff. And do you think it has a negative impact on your life? Big time. <laughs> there's a void in my life you would do it if you had um, to do it all over again you would completely uh completely do it differently. yeah I mean, you would I've throw always, a party you would throw a housewarming party i would like fucking neighbors because my neighborhood is a dead-end street i would love it if like someone took the initiative to do like a block party and like close off like the end of the street and have like a big neighbor that thing. sounds fucking terrible i don't think you've like fully thought through like what a day of sitting in the sun and talking to a bunch of people you should know better but don't really know at all and like having to hear about all their shit like it sounds like fucking this torture. is that's you're just describing my wedding like you're describing anybody <laughs> like you're describing that's anybody. not true no a <laughs> wedding what a wedding is 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 people you know your friends and family eh. the whole point of here is that like there's a pretense there is a cloud hanging over something like what you're describing uh -huh. which is essentially like i've lived here for you've lived at your house for what five five years six five years, years five, five years. years i've lived here for five years and neither of us have lifted a fucking finger to get to know each True. other and now we're kind of forcing each other to do it but we need to like awkwardly address that that's never actually happened before why don't you just embrace it embrace not i didn't i was calling so my my one of my neighbors next door i've been calling the wrong name for like four <laughs> years i only found out that the, what the name really was because i had a delivery for their house one day and i saw what the name was and i was like oh i've been calling this person the wrong name for wait four you years. deliver to your own neighborhood so i don't think i told you this because who gives a fuck um but um <laughs> right before riley was born uh, riley right before charlotte was born i um i took a route i took like my own i took the route that that delivers to my area like that's my so like my what i was what i did before was i was what was called a swing driver or a cover or cover driver mm -hmm. which is you it's you, you have fill to fill in and you know you all have the to routes. know every you have to know yeah. all the routes so right, you get paid, right. get paid more blah, blah blah but every day i'd be going to a different area um this route the route that goes by my house opened up because the guy retired and i put in for it and i got it um so since charlotte was born i've been i've been in this area so i go i go home every day for lunch i get to see the kid every the baby every day for lunch i get to poop my own pooper uh which Ugh. is not <laughs> i'm saving a ton of money on you know you know not having to eat lunch out every day or you know whatever bring a lunch i can just leave it in my fridge and eat it when i get home eat it on my break this this whole thing seems like a wild conflict of interest what do you mean delivering your own packages to yourself i don't think i, I like that i don't think i have i have i have had delivered I've had, i have had to see some of the stuff emily buys which is a little a little uh unnerving but um, wait did you not see what emily bought before no dude you know how much shit she buys that i don't have i have no idea because she's home all day and I'm, i don't get home until like oh. so like she hides all the wrapping and the packages and like all that kind of stuff oh um, man that's yeah. that's that's a serious problem Oh, it's, it's, it's bad, man. I see it because Jamie and I both work from home. So we both have full transparency into what we order. Yeah. I only, I get to see it when I look at our like credit card or, or bank statement. Or, <laughs> and you're like, what? Like there was a day, there was a, a spot. Like I looked at, I just looked back like a couple weeks ago and like, in like two weeks, Emily had spent like, I want to say like $300 on Amazon deliveries. Like that's not, that's pretty normal. 
No, but it's not. It's not like one three hundred dollar, one two hundred dollar. No, purchase. but like okay. Like, so what? Do you know what it was? Did you like? Yeah, it's all in? stuff that was like needed for the baby and stuff. But like, <laughs> so, but it's okay, like we're, so... talk, we're talking like we're talking like uh, we're talking like fifty deliveries coming to our house in like a two or in like a three week span. Like that's a lot of p- deliveries coming to one house, in my opinion. As I don't, as a, I don't, as a professional, I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> well, okay, fair enough. I mean, I guess I'm yeah. not going to question that, but. Um, I don't want to sound too privileged, but aren't numbers or isn't money just literally numbers on a website? Like, no, well, yeah, until you run out of it and then it's, and then it's, you are both, you both do fine. You're not going to run yeah, out of it. I know. I understand. Like, I understand that, but I grew up very poor. So like, I have this in the back, uh, in the back of my head. I'm like, this could, mm-hmm. this could stop okay. at any moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And Emily grew sense. up very. Emily grew up very privileged. So in her head, she's like, "Spend until just keep spending." There's no right. point. In her head, she's like, "It's yeah. just numbers on a website." It's just numbers on a website. Yeah. Mine, like, Ooh. we have no place to stay. <laughs> <laughs> We're literally eating garbage. I had to eat the cat. <laughs> no, not Deuce. Yeah, man, that sucks. Uh, uh, okay, so fair enough. Okay, so fine. So yeah, so now now I'm delivering in my area. So I, I still, to, that still rubs me the wrong way. You don't. Why? It's nice. Like, it's nice it to is a like conflict of interest. In my opinion, Emily and I now have like the most sitcom level, like her, she's a teacher in Peabody. I'm the delivery man in Peabody. Like we have, like, we're just like townies. Like we're like, we're, we're Peabody townies now. Yeah. The know? only we're, difference is you are not friends with any of your neighbors. Yeah. And nobody likes us. And like, <laughs> like no, Emily, no, Emily has either. a lot. Emily has a lot of like, she has a, she has friends. Uh, that that teach at the school and stuff that live all in the neighborhoods surrounding us. So she has people that she knows. I don't know anybody. You yet. just have fucking uh, deadbeats from college, right? And me, and you. <laughs> so, um, okay, yeah. all right. Well, we. This is what your life has been leading up to, though. Was this like was oh like God, achieving I, the sitcom? Dad I want life. like I wanted. The this Kevin is good. Game. Like this is a success for you. This is everything I've wanted. I want to be. This is I. I am in the spot that I want to be in. What I, I mean, obviously, I'd like to be maybe you know, a little a little bit a little bit small, a little bit you know thinner, a little bit have. Well, everyone little, wants to be a little thinner uh, and wants little, to have a bigger house more hair. and stuff. But I mean, yeah. you gotta you gotta you should take a step back and just and just suck it in you know suck it right down my gut my god i've been trying yeah so that'll that's you that'll get shaving you pounds off that's how i get through the door yeah no, uh, that's <laughs> <laughs> uh um, might spend 300 dollars every two weeks on uh, on amazon stuff but she was very thrifty in buying those extra skinny doors <laughs> yes <laughs> that's crafty bitch uh, <laughs> wait so you you think 300 every two so 150 a week in on amazon on purchases that like I'm not talking groceries. I'm not talking. It's different. It's kids. It's different because of kids. Okay. You, you, we have two incomes and no kids. You have two incomes and two kids. So for me, the, the level of, of, dis, of discretionary spending that we can have that's acceptable to me is way higher than for you. Okay. That right. coupled with your very fair point that like you were raised a certain way and that's how you are as an adult mm-hmm. or, you know, that's what you're afraid of as an adult. I think those are, those are all very fair points. And I kind of, I kind of see your uh, perspective now. Okay. Yeah. Wow. It feels great. This feels awesome. This is yeah, good. This no. is very cathartic. This is good. This is yeah, it's validating. I mean, you know, I've had this argument with Emily like for the last 10 years and she's you never just seen go it. Ahead she's and, never she's never seen it in my book. You go ahead way. and call call me in next time you're having that argument. I might have actually to. save it unless let we could really stir some shit up when I'm there in a oh couple my God, of weeks. Yes. <laughs> I yeah, I think I'm going to. <laughs> We're gonna have to have a sit down. Like well, a, and, uh, and it's in, different now too. Like recently we've been buying more because of the new house, right? So we're buying all sorts of Oh yeah, you yeah, you're you're in a, a whole different level right now where like 
the amount of money you're spending right now, I can only, it's I mean, not, not that I, I can only imagine I have been there like within my first two months of living here. So like we, we did the electrical over and the heating system over like within the first two months that we were here. So like in, we actually bought the house. We spent like, I think between the two, the heating and the electric doing everything over like $15,000 in the first yeah. two months that we were that's here. That's crazy. So that's a lot. Like, yeah. That's like a lot of money. That's um, it's just numbers on a website. Right. <laughs> until, until it's not. Until you have to pay $15,000. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, totally. So like I said, we're buying, we're getting a fence and we got to pay the, we had to pay the deposit for that. And that's a big expenditure. And there's a couple of things we want to do in the yard. Um, Luckily so, you got time. So we got time. Luckily we got time. And you got the pool and that's all you really need. Yeah. So. Pool is coming along. Pool's still a little murky. We're trying to figure out how to, how to really get it to clear up, but um, it's swimmable and Jamie's gone in there several times. So and you say Jamie, so not you. I have not gone in there yet. No, I haven't. Too afraid? The pool's kind of her. No, not afraid. I would definitely jump in there, but the pool's kind of her, um, kind of her, her project, her room. Yeah. <laughs> I have, <laughs> I need four bedrooms and Jamie <laughs> sleeps in the pool. Wow. Yeah. I've seen this movie before. Yeah. Have you? It's a classic sitcom life. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, you know, house stuff and just living oh. the dream. And we really, oh, we missed you after you signed off yesterday. It was really disappointing to lose Higgins the fart from our D and D party. Yeah. I, I feel like I really, I want to get more into it. Like I, I feel like I'm just not, if you don't like it, you don't like it. It's not that I don't it like it. It really I do, heated up after you left. And I don't know if I that's do because you it. left. Yeah. It's probably because I left. Well, no, I don't say much when I'm during the campaign, so I shouldn't be. I don't think I'm like that. Could be back it though. The, uh, Maybe it's just your lack of enthusiasm that's dragging everyone else down. I just feel like I'm not. Um, I don't know. I'm just not. You feel like you're like you're like kind of too cool for it, right? I mean, no, that's... Def- yeah, that's that's what I was looking. for. That was what I was trying to search for. Yeah. <laughs> you just feel like I'm you're cool like you're the Fonz, you know? Yeah, I'm like just kicking jukeboxes left and right. Uh... We're those little idiots from Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> I would love if we were the Stranger Things cast. That would be an ugly fucking leading cast. Oh, do not imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Just not personable, not handsome, not attractive, like can't act. But instead of like, 11, instead of like 11 year old kids, it's like a bunch of fucking. Yeah. That's now what, we're talking. Now we're saying, now you're. This real, is geriatric high. Geriatric high. Why does it always fucking come back to geriatric high? Because <laughs> it's going to be the next big thing. Yeah, no, maybe, maybe. But instead sure. of like Eleven's nose bleeding when she uses her power, my eye just starts to swell and throb. <laughs> oh, my eye! I got to sign off. <laughs> go, like, guys. but the Demi Gorgon is gonna be here, and you're like, oh, my eye! I can't see anything. I gotta go. Oh, sorry, guys. What? I can't hear you. That's Come pretty much up. what it would be. That is what it would be like. That is exactly it. <laughs> um, okay, right. cool. Let's so I feel to, like we caught down up to business here. Okay? Effectively here. Nobody cares. Um, like people just if you need to jump to what how long we've been recording now? 15 minutes. Like it feels jump, like it's been fucking four yeah, hours, dude. Just jump like doing jump this. to 15 minutes and that's when the real shit starts. All okay. right. So Higgins. Ben. What have you been watching, buddy? Hey man. Thanks for asking. Um, so this week uh, anytime. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this week, um, one of the <laughs> best shows of the year i think we talked about it already a couple months ago and if not then we should talk about more talk about it more season two of the uh fx show dave premiered uh oh you love this show this show is the funniest show i think the show looks fucking stupid then this is why you're you and i'm me you look i look past the uh outward appearance and i go in for the the i i I go with what's inside you're just shallow and you only look at the surface of things 
All right. Um, yeah. Okay. Dave is the funniest show on television. It's on FX on um, Wednesday nights, available on Hulu on Thursdays. Um, season two just premiered this past week with the f- first two episodes of season two. Uh, for those who don't know, Dave is about um, the rapper Little Dicky. He's a uh, uh, a semi-famous rapper in the uh, in the in the pop culture world. He's a, a white Jewish guy. He raps about all sorts of like he's 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 more of like a comedic rapper, but he definitely like yeah, he he's has, like self-deprecating, right? He's right, like he's extremely self-deprecating. Like he talks about like he has this deformed penis, like that's legitimately like deformed. It's that shtick that kind of makes me like I don't know how that translates to. It translates very well. It's very because he. Can you tell me more about the show? He, so it, it's essentially a, a, like a, a like a biopic, like an autobiographical show where he plays himself. It's like a more like uh, satirical version of himself. And he's trying to make, he's a YouTube rapper who is trying to get signed by a record deal. And he's dealing with what that goes to, like being like a white Jewish guy and that's trying to make it in, the, in, in rap. And he is just, it's like, it's, it's so, it's like Curb Your Enthusiasm meets like Empire. Like it's the, the awkwardness of Kirby enthusiasm where he gets himself in these situations where like, what the fuck is he doing? Why is he being this way? Why is he so awkward? <laughs> and then like empire where it's like, you really get to see what the, like the workings of the music business is like. And like this, all these cameos by people that I don't know. That's how, that's how I know that, that, that it's successful because I don't know who these people are. And they're like, modern they're like rap, modern, yeah. Modern yeah. hip hop and modern raps. So like, you know, the show is, 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 gaining some sort of clout when they can get these people that I have no idea who they are. Um, and it's just really funny. The supporting cast is incredible. There's a, uh, and a, a character named Gata played by a, a rapper slash actor also named Gata, who is really funny in the show. Andrew Santino plays his manager slash best friend. Um, I think Andrew Santino, he's a stand-up com- comedian who has like, you know, a couple podcasts and has been in a couple bit roles. Uh, here and there on tv he's really really funny in the show um i mean everything it's it's just it's it's a great ensemble cast and it's just i i really think you'd like it ben it's not stupid it's not like it's not um i'm trying to think it's not like slap it's not slapsticky it's not like big bang theory type of thing it's like it's legitimately it's an fx comedy and fx comedies usually hit i mean you're definitely selling it um i had avoided it because uh, his, his shtick just isn't appeal like it's not funny to me like yeah. i've seen like some of his videos and stuff and like i just kind of assumed like i said like how is that going to translate to a tv show but what you're saying comparing it to other fx comedies i mean of course now i'm you know starting to you know think twice so right and, it, and, and this, it's it, on hulu right it's on hulu you can yeah. watch everything on hulu right now it's it's on uh fx on wednesdays but like it, the whole first season and the two episodes that just premiered this this week on the second season are on hulu um and it just, it's one of those shows, like it's, it's a straight up comedy. And then one of the episodes in the season one deals with um, Gata, the character Gata being bipolar. And it's like so dark and heavy and like, it comes out of nowhere and it's like, holy fuck. Like, and it deals with these issues. Like I did not see the show taking this turn. And then like the next episode, it's back to being like a kind of like, you know, a standard comedy. It, it sounds just, kind it, of like Atlanta, kind of Atlanta. Right. Right. Yeah. And it, it, it goes all these different avenues and it really touches on it, on it well. And the, the, the bipolar episode with Gata is, it's, it's, it's for someone who has dealt with people who are bipolar, it, it's very um, an accurate portrayal of what's going on. Um, all right. And so think, you, so you love the show and how is the second season? Second season so far is 
been pretty good. Okay. Uh, the first episode, they it's uh, so season one ends on a cliffhanger with Dave is about. Don't to tell be, me. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, whatever. Season two p- picks up with him like a couple months down the line, and he's filming a music video in Korea or South okay. Korea, mm-hmm. and that's all. That's all I'll tell you. Um, and all the hijinks that can happen when you're you're trying to deal with the Korean government and like what can be said and what can't be said and all this shit. So I recommend you, and I don't think I've ever seared you wrong. When we're done recording mm. tonight, I would recommend you go and watch the first season of Dave. And in my opinion, season uh, episode three of the first season is the funniest half hour of television I've seen in a long time. Wow. The third, episode of, the third episode of, of season one is so, so funny um and i right. i can't recommend it enough so dave i will give it a shot i i please do um and what else did i watch this week i uh went back and i um and i watched a movie from our childhood that i i i, I don't know why the mood just struck me and i had to watch it and that was super bad i watched that the other day i needed a good quick laugh that movie just is it's it's it, it's a it, classic it, it's a modern classic, classic and it's aged perfectly like the jokes there's like a few jokes that are like like Ugh, there's some stuff yeah that. there's a couple yeah. things yeah but, but like overall it's it still hits and it's it's, it's a still a movie that you can show on like public on like cable TV and not have to worry about people getting pissed off about it. Um, so that's what another thing I watch. Mostly I've just been watching the NBA playoffs and Dave and um, like I said I watched Super Bad and I caught up on uh, a show we're going to be talking about later on today. Okay, okay, cool. That's good stuff. That's some good stuff. So you know how for the last year or so I've been writing down everything that I've watched? Yes, annoyingly so, yes. <laughs> well, it is annoying. And uh, I've stopped doing that. Thank God. One, re- one reason is because, well, wait, wait, why, why was it annoying to you? Because I always felt so underprepared because you would like, you would, not underprepared, but like you would come in and be, have watched like seven things that week. And I'd be like, oh, well, I watched one thing because like, I'm, you know. Well, I'm still watching seven things. I'm just not, I'm just not writing Well, yeah, down. I just feel bad about it. So like. You shouldn't write, feel bad about it. Don't write it down is what I'm saying. So I'm not writing it down anymore. So <laughs> one reason is because it's just annoying to have to do it, like to like keep the, keep the log. Right. But also because I just watch so much garbage. Like oh. most of the stuff that I watch is complete garbage. So I'm writing down stuff that, I'm never going to think about or talk about, or like, there's no reason for me to write down four out of five things that I watch. Well, define, look, we won't get too sidetracked, but give me, give me what you think is garbage. So, okay. So one example is I, Jamie and I watch a lot of forgettable horror movies. Um, we just, we watch a First lot of, of horror all, movies. Yeah. Okay. Did you watch the new one or the one that's on Hulu with, um, the chick from Game of Thrones, Maisie Williams. No, it's oh, it I was gonna, I was gonna watch that, and I, and it looked like almost too scary. Ooh, what's it called? And, uh, the the encounter. The hold on, let me look up. Um, uh, it's her name, Maisie Williams, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see, because that sounds good. I mean, I'm always looking for new horror movies. Um, oh, excuse me, but uh, most of them that I watch are garbage let's see the owners the owners, the owners. Okay. okay okay it's on hulu right now i saw it when i was watching something and it looks terrifying so it, it's it follows the same plot remember the, the movie that came out a couple of years ago with jane levy called like don't breathe or something like that where there's there's people robbing a house and 
the guy in the house decides to take revenge on the robbers while they're in the house and he like tortures them and all that kind of shit. It, it was a movie. It came out a couple years ago and the owner was like blind, I think. Oh, yes, I did what you did. Watch yeah. That. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it seems like it's kind of a ripoff of, or a spin on that because it's essentially about kids. That's who, the one the dude has like the, the thing around wrapped around yeah. his head, right? Yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. And this is similar to where they, they this group of teenagers decides to break into a home and then they get essentially tortured. I like that. I like that. So, so, so yeah. that's kind of what I'm talking about where like anything that has a plot like that, Jamie and I will pretty much watch. And mm-hmm. most movies and especially most horror movies are forgettable rehashings of something that's been done before better or earlier right so so we you know i write down i i I was like going through the list of movies that we've watched and i like can't remember half of them because it's all just like the same fucking stupid horror movie that wasn't scary or interesting or memorable and not for nothing but you don't watch a lot of like those types of horror movies that i watch so they're really it really isn't worth talking about even if they were good so Mm So anyways, I've decided not to write things down. I am only writing things down now that I want to talk about, which I think okay. makes sense. And that's okay, kind of how I started. Um, but anyways, I wanted to give you a little update on my life. Okay. And that's it. Um, <laughs> so I wrote down a few things. One thing I watched. So you remember we did a Boston episode, right? Do I? My, you, one of my favorite. One of the movies that I wanted to watch but didn't before that episode was Mystic River, which I had not actually seen before. And okay. you never saw Mystic River, really? No, I don't think so. Jamie always says that I've seen movies that I haven't, that I like don't think I've seen. So I might have seen it before, but I'm almost, but I didn't remember it. I'm almost positive I haven't seen it before. Um, it was really Sean, good. It was good. my daughter in there, Sean. <laughs> it was good, dude. I mean, I dude, know, yeah, I'm of like, course, it's great. It's I know, great. I know, I know. It's obviously good, but I'm just saying, like, I liked it a lot. Like, it was. It was one of those movies that's just like, I don't know. It, I don't even, it didn't even need to be in Boston. Like, who cares that it was in Boston? Right. And like, like and it, it was just it an wasn't, interesting story. And, and it well wasn't acted. like one of those things where like the Boston setting was like a character, like a type of thing. No, like, they didn't. It was very subtle. I mean, they didn't like, you know, the no only, was, like, you really wouldn't know if you, if it wasn't for like the horrible accents. The horrible and, accents, um, you get some of the sweeping shots of like, you know, like the tunnels and stuff. And, and, and they like mentioned the, Donkeys and the bridge. Once. Yeah. Yeah. And then like the first scene when you, when they're, when you're introduced to uh, Lawrence Fishburne and Kevin Bacon's character, like the guys, like, he's been tailing, he's been tailing me from Linfield. It's like, <laughs> like, like they just throw like random town in. In there um well to be fair linfield is pretty sketchy so linfield is one of the most wait what am i thinking of, of what am i thinking, thinking of? of lynn uh yes i am linfield is very affluent got it got it okay um so i watched it and it's really good and uh i, I recommend you watch it <laughs> oh really cool not <laughs> only have you, i watched it you not was... only have i watched it i've read the fucking book bro no i don't buy that you yeah. <laughs> you have just watched you've watched everything it's impossible to live in your shadow now yeah now you know how my <laughs> my shadow feels um how do i live inside me <laughs> um that's not true i haven't, I haven't seen I, I most of the things you bring up i don't i haven't seen right that's why but I, I was saying like movies like that like the class like cla- yeah. like like mystic river is like well it's like a classic right? it's, it's a like classic. kind of a modern it's classic. A classic yeah it's a classic so movies like that you've seen all of those types shout of out to a young emmy rossum from shameless yeah, everyone. I think everyone was really. It was just really well acted. Really, it was. Uh, it was an interesting story, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I was just. Uh, I and was you feel like, and I didn't see it coming. You know, I'm not going to say spoiler alert. It's been out for like yeah, 15, yeah, yeah. 16 yep. years. Like, see the fucking movie. Um, the ending with obviously with with the Tim Robbins thing. Like, that's just like you feel so fucking bad. It's hard, but you're also like, you you only feel bad for 
him. You don't feel bad. Like the, you don't feel bad. The wife's the one who sold him out. Like the, no, the, fuck the, her. And you see the wife like running around looking for him, being like, "Where are you? Where are you?" It's like, no, you fucking sold him out. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What did you think was gonna happen? Yeah, the reason he's dead is because you convinced Jimmy that you think he's the one who did it. And, yeah, uh, no, she was she was terrible, and yeah, no, you really feel for him. You feel for him from start to finish because that book that that movie is like bookended by terrible things happening to him right i mean right. that's like you know and, and and everything revolves around his pain mm-hmm. and that you know that even that scene where he's abducted like it's just like they're playing on the street and all of a sudden that kid's that kid's life is like over like they even right. say like i'm not you know so-and-so anymore i'm someone else um it's heartbreaking but it was like it wasn't overly like maudlin like some movies are which no, i, which I, I yeah. appreciate you know yeah um so anyways yeah so i, I finally caught up on that movie because it's on it's being featured on netflix right now um, Maybe I'll watch it. Yeah, it's you know I highly recommend it. I think you'll like it. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing I wanted to talk about. Um, so you like the Good Place, right? I yeah, I did. I'm a big Mike Schur fan. So I um stopped watching it around the second season, around the time that they go to Australia. I stopped watching it, okay. and so I decided to pick it back up and rewatch mm-hmm. it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I tried to finish it. I'm only like a couple episodes from the very end. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just something about that show. That show is all over the place from a, for, okay. Some of the positive, some of the positives, okay. Okay. obviously funny, well acted. Um, uh, the, the ensemble cast is, is phenomenal. Each one of the, ca- each one of the main six or so is a very funny independent, independently, you know, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's got the, it's got the makings of, of, of a really good comedy the plot is all over the place. Yeah, and it, and it gets worse as the show. It does, gets... and it just it it deteriorates, and it's like, what are we even doing anymore? And I, it's not like a, it's not like a show needs to have a plot, but like, the reason why no one really cares about that from like the perspective of like The Office is because The Office wasn't about the plot. The Office was about the characters. Mm-hmm. Good Place is about was was more about the plot than it was right. about the. It was about well, it was about. Uh, uh, humanity being good or bad and being able to change, right? But mm-hmm. but the but the actual series of events that happen, it's impossible to follow. Are they dead? Are they alive? Is this a test? Is this being rebooted? Who remembers what? Who remembers who? And I think it becomes a parody of itself, and I think they do it on a little bit a little bit on purpose, like towards the end when they're like they keep on being rebooted and this and that, and like you're like okay, this is this now you're like just you're you're doing it on purpose. You're playing into the fact that like, this is probably what fans are thinking about the show. Maybe, maybe that might be, that might be giving the show too much credit. And I don't think, I mean, Mike Schur obviously has contributed to most of the great comedies of our generation, but I don't think that makes him immune to, to criticism or immune to having a bad show. And not that I'm saying, not that I'm saying you're saying that, but I'm saying like, I think a lot of people put the good place on the same level as the other shows that he's been involved with I don't because of him. And it's just, that's just not the case. That might not, that might be, I don't think that's true. I I haven't heard that. Um, I think the, I think the overall theme of the show, like when it comes to characters, I think the characters are on the same level as the characters that have been created by Mike Schur. That being like mostly the Parks and Rec crew. I'll I'll back that up. Because, you know, um, like you said, the the that that core six, they are really impactful characters, and like you feel for all of them. You know, you even feel for even Eleanor, Jason, feel who's for, like a one yeah. trick pony, he's still he's still so so funny, so funny. And but the see the thing about that show is like it tugs on a different type of heartstring than the the other shows do. It deals when you have a show that's totally um, 
when, that totally deals with like mortality and death, like you're going to reach a different type of audience and get different types of reactions than when you were dealing with like a simple workplace comedy. Yeah, that's fair. That And like, that's, I think what the ending, like, the ending of the show, I feel like was very, I don't want to say, um, oh, Jesus did you Christ. hear that? Did oh my God. That? Did we hear that? Yeah. Joe Rogan <laughs> heard that over in the other studio. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> good oh. god dude i could see the stench in your fucking room oh god that was uh, what, ridiculous what did you eat oh, i actually know what you steak ate. yeah you said steak yeah. um that was like a full steak that came out of your butt yeah that was the three ounces of <laughs> <I have. laughs> um uh. wait <laughs> french kiss <laughs> uh. <laughs> french kiss <laughs> Oh man, uh, I don't even so you're, I like, saying? you're high on like methane right now. Oh, yeah, I'm breathing it in, baby. Woo! I am living it. What were we saying? So you were saying that um it, it attracts a different audience because it is more plot driven and because it's more about something bigger than just the yeah. characters and their day-to-day shit. Like I walked which I think away, is fair. I watched away from the finale feeling not I felt like I didn't feel satisfied. Yeah. It wasn't a good finale, but I walked away from the like the final three episodes and it just it's it's just such a sad fucking show when you really boil it down. Some of the stuff they deal with is just so sad. And like, it's, it's not a show that I don't think, I don't think I could do the show twice. Yeah. Like I had a good run with the first, I liked it and I liked it enough to like not quit like you did. Um, but I don't think I could watch it a second time. It's just like, I can only deal with death so many times before I'm like, Ugh, like it's sad. I don't want to deal with, I don't want to think about that kind of stuff all the time, but right. that's just me. Yeah, no, I agree. I definitely agree with that. And, um, I, you know, it's, I think it's good and it's worth watching and I'm glad I went back and finished it um, because it always felt kind of incomplete that I, you know, cause, cause it is, it does have, you know, some laurels to rest on, right. Because of who, who's in it and because of who made it. Um, but it's, it's, it's just, I don't know. I think a lot of people are super positive about, about that. And it's, you know, it's, I think it's fine. I'm glad I went back and watched it. I think they're all very funny. Um, who do you think is the out of, out of the six main cast? Who do you think is the funniest? Um, I'm going to. I, I haven't watched the show since it ended, so I'm I'm blanking on the names. But who's the robot? What's the robot's name? Oh, um, uh, Janet. Janet. Janet's the funniest, in my opinion. She's so good, and she's like that's a cool that's a cool meaty role because she gets to be like good Janet, bad mm-hmm. Janet. She. Gets I think to- Janet. I think Maya Rudolph's character as whatever she is, God. Um, is funny. Oh yeah, um, she's hilarious in in that show. Like she, and then she, everything she's in is a, is a scene stolen. And then whoever who's the dude that plays like the sitting the the guy from from hell. Um, oh, I don't in, know his name, but he's hilarious. He's in, he's in everything, and he's really funny. Yeah. Um, but I then like, but like, but obviously, like you know, Kristen Bell is just like she's great in everything she does. So she's really she's enjoyable to watch. Like she's not necessarily the funniest, but she doesn't hurt the show, in my opinion. Um Ted Danson's a fucking legend. So I can watch him. I'll watch him fucking fold laundry. That character is just like he's just kind of all over the place and in kind of a little bit of a little bit one note too. Like kind of yeah. kind of happy go lucky, you know, ignorant but but all knowing. I don't know. I, I I don't know. It's hard to say. I, I'm a Jason. I'm a big Jason guy. I think Jason is, was really fun. I like Jason's dad. <laughs> <laughs> and you gotta um, love. You gotta love Pillboy, who's having a bit of a, uh, a a renaissance, being in being in Loki, which we're gonna talk about in a little bit here. Oh, I didn't even think of that until you right. You just said it. Holy yeah, shit, dude! Isn't that isn't that awesome? He's the best part of Loki so far, in my opinion. He's the best part of Loki, and he's the best part of the good place. Um, <laughs> you know what? The I guess the only thing that I didn't like. Um, 
about the good life, a good place is that I didn't buy, and I know it's supposed to be like, it's their souls being attracted to each other. I didn't buy the relationship between Eleanor and Chidi. I just didn't get, I just, not that I didn't get it. I just, I just didn't, it didn't seem like they would ever really like the characters didn't seem like they would actually fall in love. I agree. Um, and they also, I feel, I feel like kind of lacked chemistry, like towards the end when they were like together yeah. together, it's just like, it, it always seemed a little awkward. Mm-hmm. I, uh, the only, I think the only, you could chalk that up to like opposite to track, I guess. But besides mm-hmm. that, it's just kind of like, you know, I, I agree with that for sure. So, so yeah, good place. It was, it was fine. I'm glad I went back and rewatched it. Okay. Uh, and finally, uh, I did watch uh, the Manchurian Candidate yesterday, which is another oh, you one. Did. You did. Another one that I has been a little bit of a blind spot for me. That one I had seen before, but when I was much younger, and I just didn't have a full appreciation of mm-hmm. how good it is and how how uh, just generally um, really interesting, really interesting that movie is. I mean, no, I, I get the last that. Time you've, you've I seen get it? that movie mixed up with the Pelican Brief. And I don't know why. Um, is that Denzel and Julia Roberts, or is it just Denzel? Just Denzel. It's Denzel, okay. um, and it has Liv, Liv Schreiber, who's really yes, good in it, yes, and it yes, has Meryl yes. Streep, who is fucking phenomenal in as as the senator mom. Um, She's phenomenal in everything. The three of them, I know, but the three of them is just like it's a perfect, it's a perfect trio, and the roles were great. Denzel plays that character obviously phenomenally, mm-hmm. like that kind mm-hmm. of like 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 really is right, but slowly kind of losing a grip with reality, and everyone doubts him. And I mean, that's like his that's his sweet spot. Um, so and and the and the plot itself is a classic, right? I mean, it's so classic that it's based on a it's based on a movie from what, like the fifties or sixties or something. Yeah, sixty-two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I watched that last night. So I'm, what I'm trying to do is like, so you you clearly judge me for having not seen a lot of these no, movies. I don't judge you. I you don't judge not me. Judge you. And so I'm trying to catch up and fill in some of my blind spots here with some of the kind of the classics, the criteria. <laughs> okay. Movies. Okay. Um, Fair enough. I, like, I, I respect. Did, like, I respect you. And, yeah. Thank you. I respect I, thank you. For you. That. Oh, just not generally. But no, not generally. For that, I respect you. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so cool. So that's what we've been watching. Um, let's talk. Let's talk Turkey. Let's talk Loki. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. No. <laughs> I was more excited about Turkey. Turkey. Turkey is delicious. Um, so Loki, two episodes in. What do you think mm-hmm. so far? I, uh, this isn't one of those shows. I'm, I, I, same. I'll go back to the same thing that I said about Falcon the Winter Soldier. I think the chemistry between the between the actors so far has been the best part of the show. You you so um, you're talking about between Owen Wilson and, and um, Tom um, Hilston. Yeah. Um, so what I didn't like, what I don't like so far about Loki, is that it it makes it. I don't like shows like this where like nothing matters. It, everything now that we've sat through for the last, what, 87 hours worth of between the movies and the shows and all this shit and the 12, uh, 14 years of the Marvel Cinematic Universe does not matter. Nothing matters. And then you can see, and I think Loki struggles with that huge in yeah. the, and especially in the first episode. Um, so you're referring, just to be clear with everyone, and of course, spoilers for the first two episodes yes. of Loki here, you're referring to essentially like the, they, they address that head on by kind of, he finds like yes. a drawer, like a, like a, like a, a drawer of infinity stones, right? That right. And he's just like, why, why? Like, yeah. These are all infinity stones. It's like, yeah, we get, and then, then uh, pill boys said, yeah, we get like one a week. So that's, like, so that's like a, that's like a comic book thing, right? Where like you, in order for the stakes to remain high, they mm-hmm. need to get higher. Right. I mean, that's right. You, right. So, so 
and stakes need to be high for something like a comic book, like a comic book movie. And and Marvel's going into a new phase, right? So it's not right. just like they're going to completely, um, you know, uh, unvalidate, dis- invalidate, disvalidate. I don't know what the word is. They're not. They're going to completely. Yeah, they're not going to completely like uh, uh, get rid of the power of the Infinity Stones and the stakes for the whole first twenty-eight movies or whatever just for Loki. They're doing it because they're setting up a new phase where, of course, the stakes are going to be are going to be higher. Right. So I'll give them a little bit of a pass, but I do agree. It's like, it is kind of disappointing where mm-hmm. like the two, the Avenger Endgame movies were um, like the, like the, 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 the most intense and highest level and highest stake movies. And now all of a sudden it's like, Oh, that all could have been avoided. If like one dude at the time authority, like got off his ass. Right. One like, like literally one like guy in like a, in, in a shitty, in a shitty suit like a like a like a fucking pencil pusher just like presses a button and like it's all it's like it just takes away from everything in my opinion but i know like, i agree with what you're saying is it's setting up for something bigger um and it kind of ha- it has to right because right. otherwise otherwise we're doing the same care. we're doing the same thing over and over right again. exactly exactly uh, i i did like i thought it was a cool um when the, when owen wilson's character was going over all the things that loki had done uh wrong in his life and he and it, it it flashes to Loki be pretending to be DB Cooper, oh, and yeah. The, yeah, and like yeah. You, you find out like oh Loki was behind the DB Cooper thing the whole time like that was really like a well done like little like oh okay that's kind of funny yeah. it, it's it's kinda that's like that's like one of the like you know like he's db cooper's been missing for 60 years like he's one of the most famous unsolved uh crimes of our of our lifetime and it's just oh it was just Loki it was Loki yeah <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly. yeah like that's it's just a really that was funny. really funny um. But I think the, I think Owen Wilson's been great in it so far. I think Tom Hiddleston. I mean, he. I I don't want him to be like typecast. I want him to be able to like branch out. Like, and he has done some other stuff. Um, but him as low he as Loki is just really really good. And he's really yeah. really as like a he's that you know like that anti hero, the Tony Soprano, the 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 Walter White, blah blah blah. Like he you root for a bad like rooting for the bad guy, and he's got more heart I think than most of those characters do. And his and and you see that when he's looking back at when he gets to see because this this again this takes place in 2012 this takes place before anything before the snap before all that kind of stuff so he's looking at he gets to see what his future is and he sees him and Thor combine like re- reunite to like you know save Asgard and all that kind right. of shit and like, yep. you see that like that's a that's a big de- deal to him to be like reunited with his brother then obviously you see his death he sees his death and like that, that kind of fucks him up, obviously. Right. Um, but I, yeah, I really like I like Tom Hiddleston as Loki. He's a really good character. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's, he's, he's a character that hasn't, he's been in a lot of Marvel movies, but like more, like many more than the average bad guy. Right. right? Probably the most out of any of the villains. He was one of the main, he was the main bad guy in what the second, Avengers in the movie. first Avengers, first movie. Avengers movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he, just and they kind of address this head on the show which is pretty funny and also also relevant to the trope i want to talk about today but he he loses he loses all the time right just Mm -hmm. by definition of being in the superhero movies he and and being a villain he he just all he does is he shows up causes trouble uh you know causes grief to to thor and then Mm -hmm. fucks up and then moves on and then gets caught and moves on right and moves on to the next thing this this really gives him an opportunity to show off more nuances of the character and more mm-hmm. acting talent as well by really being able to dive into that character and how he how he acts in to your point a situation where he has access to power that we haven't even been able to fathom up until right. up until this point right his goal right now is to take control of the time authority because mm-hmm. 
he because he, he considers that to be the biggest power that he's ever seen and he just wants to be more powerful because that's you know bad guy stuff right so um i i'm glad that they and he's a worthy uh you know him and anthony mackie and um uh Wanda, what's her name oh um, uh elizabeth olsen elizabeth olsen like all of these the this didn't just happen accidentally right they earned as being smaller bit players they earned these 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 uh swings of the bat with these shows to really sure. show off what they what they could do but they're all characters who begged for more depth and mm-hmm. building and got it through these shows and again we say it every time we talk about this but i am so grateful that, that disney is doing these shows because it's been it's just been really cool to be able to keep marvel going even outside of you know going to the movies now do you so the reveal in the end of the second episode are we supposed to know who that person is I, I don't, don't know. Rem- I don't, I don't remember, remember her. her. Anything. I don't remember her, but maybe, maybe we are. And I didn't want to look it up. I just kind of want to. I just kind of. Yeah. Want to, like, I was expecting another cut scene or another end scene credit scene. Nothing yeah, so far. I wasn't. No. So no. I, and I didn't. Yeah. I'm sure if we looked it up, they, like it would answer that question. Um. But I no. I did not recognize her. Okay. I didn't know. At first, I thought it was her. his mom, but it's not. I her. did too. I thought it was. I thought it was Renee Russo at first, and then I'm like, oh, this chick. I also thought it was the girl from sharon carter from oh she looked yeah. kind of similar to her i'm like why is she that doesn't make sense and then obviously it wasn't but um um yeah i i i'm i'm, I'm hooked on it to the point where like i don't i'm not bored by it yet no totally and, it, I, and but this obviously fits way more of your type of of definitely Marvel. this one and wandavision are, are very much down my alley but actually you know what i've appreciated this show and wandavision more as continuations of the mcu and, and the hero story that i have as their standalone kind of story about what right. is, you know what's actually happening um but this is like i was talking to my dad uh, about this this morning because he and i both agree that falcon and the winter soldier has been the strongest of the shows so far oh um, you think that really oh yeah we talked about that last time we talked yeah i think that i think it's by far the best one of, of i think it's better than wandavision i think it's better than Loki huh. so far i didn't remember i don't remember you saying that i think i didn't i say that well i do well I, that's what i think so okay um and my you know my dad and i were just kind of talking about that and i said what i really appreciate about these stories or these these shows is that they're they're just taking existing stories that have been done before but they're just doing it in the Marvel universe. And I think right. that's, I think that's really cool. So like the story of like, you know, the, uh, like, like Falcon and the Winter soldier, like a hero trying to make amends and a hero trying to live in another hero's shadow. Right. Yeah. And this one, Loki is just like, you know, uh, alternate timelines trying to prevent a t- the timeline from breaking down in the universe ending. All this stuff has been done before, but seeing it done by the heroes and villains that we've loved for so long mm-hmm. and getting more of that universe that we love so much. It's just great. I just, I just love it and appreciate it so much. And I'm so happy to be watching uh, these shows. So keep it up, Disney. You got, Seriously, you got us. Yeah. You got and Marvel us. too. Marvel, yeah, and, and yeah. Good old Kev. Kev good old Feige. Kevin Feige. Um, so cool. So we will continue to talk about Loki as uh, the show goes on. Yeah. Um, I think that was excellent content. Let's do a quick trope and then and then call it. Let's call it. Yeah, this might be our shortest episode in a long time. So oh, we're coming up. We're coming up. We're a little over an hour, I think, at this point. So I think oh, we're, really? we're pretty oh, much wow. in the sweet spot. Yeah. Um, okay, so this is another one of the tropes that I discovered when I went down the community rabbit hole. If you remember uh, our last episode, I described why I have a couple tropes now. Mm-hmm. Um, this trope is called lampshade hanging. Lampshade hanging. hanging. So lampshade hanging is when uh, a writer's trick of dealing with any element of the story that threatens the audience's willing suspension of disbelief 
whether a very implausible plot, de implausible plot, de plot development or a particularly blatant use of a trope by calling attention to it and simply moving on. So it's essentially addressing that something is a trope that you that it happens in a show or something happens a lot in a show and then just just moving on, right? And and using that as the as the technique to keep the audience engaged and and willing to continue willing to continue to accept that because okay. there's you know so there's a lot when, when I'm going through the list there's actually a ton of examples um uh one that I saw that I wanted to use so there's there's a lot like in the Marvel movies um oh in the mummy I don't remember this specifically <laughs> but I thought it was a good clear example uh when the dramatic wind blows for like like the, there's like a wind blowing sound that happens throughout the movie and finally like towards the end Brendan Fraser's like, man, that happens a lot around here. Like the wind, like that, that wind sound, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's literally just addressing something that is, that is like happening a lot. That's starting to kind of, that could potentially be like taking someone out of, um, out of it. Like looking at some of these other examples, um, uh, let's see. Oh, <laughs> there's one in Titanic. And I don't remember any of these, which is why I love TV tropes because it reminds me of like little things from movies that I've that I've seen before and just forgot. Um, mm -hmm. In Titanic, addressing that Rose has an upper class background uh, and Jack is a vagabond, uh, Rose says, "When the ship docks, I'm getting off with you." And Jack says, "This is crazy." And Rose says, "I know. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like it's 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 cool because it's like a little throwaway line that you don't even like. She's obviously she's referring to like, oh, it doesn't make sense, but like." It also doesn't make sense because right. like, why would she do that? Like, well, the, the, throughout the story, I mean, in that movie in particular, they hint at like how unhappy she is. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But I think they are still addressing something that at face value, you know, might not necessarily uh, make sense. Um, mm -hmm. In Iron Man, when Tony uh, comes to accept that he's become a superhero, he proceeds to go on a little spiel, describing in detail all of the trials he'll have to go through. Now, I actually do remember do remember the scene when he's that, like yeah. gra grappling with like becoming a superhero. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so he basically goes through all the things that superheroes will need to do. And that's, that ends up being like all the stuff that he ends up doing. Right. But that's like, that's a very Tony Stark-esque thing because he's like sure. kind of addressing the elephant in the room, which is like, I'm just going to become another superhero, but I'm, you know, I'm not right. I mean, there's right. something, something right. else. Um, so anyways, this is another one of those things that like we've seen a million times in, in like everything. Um, to, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Well, see, the why. thing is, it's it's just so kind of like, it's so kind of subtle and can often be just completely missed that it's not really something you think about a lot. But I bet that it's been used deliberately as a technique by writers to help the audience through something that might be a little unbelievable. Um, right. And we just don't even realize that it's even, it's even happening. Um, oh man, there are a ton of examples. Man, I love, I, you could just go down go down the rabbit hole on uh, on TV <laughs> tropes. Um, uh, there's so many, there's so many good ones. Uh, they have like tons. I recommend you, if, you, if you're listening so here, take a what look did, at it. What did they, how do they um, put that into community? Oh, let's see. C, Castle, Charmed, Chuck, Colbert Report, Community. In the community, <laughs> okay, I remember this. In the community pilot, yeah. One of the characters quotes The Breakfast Club and is called on it by another character while in a study group that is rather reminiscent of the movie's attention group. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. The I second episode's cold it's... open also lampshades that it's a TV show uh, through Abed. And Abed, Abed does this through. I'm pretty the sure show, Abed's obviously. the one who, who said that the Breakfast Club. It must be. And it was Jeff who was like, when, this, is not, this is not The Breakfast Club. 
And uh, oh, do you remember the the really good community episode about the chicken fingers? That's like the Goodfellas, uh, the Goodfellas yep, parody. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Damn, uh, I gotta go back and rewatch Community. I oh, think. it's so good! It's so good. Uh, uh, the episode is basically Goodfellas meet Chicken Fingers. He starts the narration with, "As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be in a mafia movie." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's just like so again, Community is like a stellar example of these tropes because it's like directly. I think it's you know because. Dan Harmon and the writers are so aware of them and they choose to directly address the tropes. But reading through the tropes that community did while I was watching community and then seeing the actual examples while I was watching it was mm-hmm. a really cool experience to, to see it all in action, you know, uh, and like knowing what, what it was that I was watching. Um, so anyways, there's, there is so, so many examples here, but I thought it was cool. Lampshade hanging. Um, I, like I don't I know. Like I don't know why it's called lampshade hanging. Um, Maybe, uh, yeah, I, I'm reading through the thing. I wish I knew why I should have, uh, I should have looked into this, but, uh, I'm sure there's a reason why it's called lampshade hanging, but anyways, cool trope. Uh, I, I, now, I, I like that. And where, it's one of those things now I want to be able to not notice it type of thing. By know? the way, I heard, I don't remember what it was, but someone said, that something was a MacGuffin in the show, oh. in a show that I was watching this past week. So now that it's a word that I rec- like, that would have been a total, like I would have totally missed that. It mm-hmm. would have been a total, like, I have no idea what that means. Like, I don't care, but uh, I now knew what he was talking about. So, mm-hmm. so anyways, that's the trope trope of the week. I like it really good. Um, so Higgins, oh, ben. You, you farted again. No, my back hurts. Oh man. You are such a dad. I'm really a dad farting. Mm-hmm. Hurt back. Handsome. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, we did it again, Higgins. We really did it. We mm-hmm. did another episode. You paid attention to 33% of it, which I think is more than I was expecting. What? You actively are not even paying attention right now. I can literally see the reflection of your cell phone in your glasses. That's the reflection of the, the computer screen in my glasses. Nope, see? that's not. Uh, I know what I see. Look, I know what I see. So you can see the reflection <laughs> of the pen in the reflection of the computer screen and the reflection of my glasses. I just took it. That's going to be the picture that that's going to be the picture that we okay, use. Good, good. You, you moving that pen around, trying to show me the optical illusion in your, in the reflection of your glasses. <laughs> um, great work. Great work. And uh, do you have anything, any final thoughts for the audience? Yeah, or for me? Um, obviously spay and neuter your pets. Yep. Um, yourself yourself first check yourself self diy diy yeah yeah don't bring him somebody fuck that spay and neuter him yourself it's nothing that uh that uh that uh you can't figure out with a with a, a knife it's and, pretty obvious how it's pretty yeah. obvious yeah you just cut the long way um happy father's day out there to everyone not just the dads just everyone just everyone uh, wow that's very everyone. gracious of you um, to share your day and we'll uh we'll be back next week we will with, well, may, hopefully hopefully maybe the week um, after maybe whenever we'll be back all we right might Just, be, we might be recording a live episode soon oh that's gonna be uh, fun that's gonna be fun maybe it'll be like a drunk episode oh 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 god oh, yeah jesus oh. all right um yeah we can get everyone involved that's true we could do a whole we could do like a whole uh 10-part harmony <laughs> write out a script and just harmonize the whole podcast that'd be really cool yeah, I know it'd yeah. be cool. All right. <laughs> okay. Shut up, Higgins. And hey. yeah, I went there. Uh, but thank you very much for sharing <laughs> this with me. Um, and we will see you all next time. And thank you for listening. If you're listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.